Hey guys, welcome back to the Bench with the Reserve Team podcast for episode 16. We're so excited you're joining us today. We have a pretty cool episode for you as we break down the first round of the knockout rounds of the Euros. Um, we've seen a lot of great football and we can't wait to talk about it. Hey guys, how are we doing today? Doing so good. good. How are you? Yeah, so. Lo- loving all this great soccer that we see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of games proving me right and a lot of games proving me wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Game going down to the wire. Lots of action, no dull games in this first round. I've loved it. Mm-hmm. Making, making me question my soccer knowledge. I'll tell you that. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Don't let the viewers know. <laughs> we'll kick him off the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting demoted from the reserve team to whatever. To, He's going to become a starter now. Be a water boy. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> so, uh, let's let's hop in let's kind of break down some of these first round games and, and give our thoughts and and kind of maybe see how our predictions panned out a little bit um we'll, we'll just start with the first game of the knockout round um wales and denmark denmark with a thrashing 4-0 against wales gareth bale out aaron ramsey out alex what are our thoughts on that game uh, I predicted that Denmark was going to win. And before the match, Max and I were talking. I was like, you had Wales right. And he was like, yeah. And I was talking, I think, to Sam or someone else. And just from the lineup, I just, I'm just i looking at it now. And I was just like, okay, on paper, Denmark should take this one. Because outside of, you know, Bale, Ramsey, Daniel James, Joe Allen, which I shouldn't be mentioning mentioning Joe Allen as a, you know, as a starter for Wales and, and Rodon and Davies, like, I don't know. I just definitely thought Denmark was going to win. And once they got the first goal, it just seemed as they got more comfortable within the game. Dolberg netting two and even who else got one? Martin Braithwaite got one in the 94th. So he played really well that game. Yeah. I'm very impressed with him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely did. I mean, they definitely look impressive. First, first game of the round of 16, you win 4-0. Says something. No, no complaints on their part. Um, Max, first game of the knockout round, first L for you. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I caught it wrong by a long, <laughs> a long haul. But, yeah, I mean, they absolutely thrashed them. I don't mean, Alex touched on everything. Yeah, I think what is deceiving about that game is if when you look at the names kind of Al, Alex mentioned is Wales has the three, maybe the two or three biggest names out of all the all teams. Mm-hmm. But then you look and you go down Denmark's roster and you look at their lineup and you're like, wow, that's actually a pretty good side. Even though Wales has the likes of Bale and Ramsey, who are these these global superstars, I think. Mm-hmm. I think uh, obviously we see that like the better team came out on top rather than just the better individuals. And, you know, they might be the team of destiny, you know, maybe just just seeing carrying some momentum in from the group stages and yeah. and kind of, you know, that mantra of, of playing for Ericsson might take them a little further than maybe they would have. Right. Yeah. I, I also saw some, I saw some, one of the analysis say like, it's a, an inspired run that they're on right now. So, and I thought that was like perfectly said. Yeah. Cause they're, they're I mean, they've been killing teams. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. Four two and then four zero. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to mention was that also kind of just doing this based off the eye test. Like I think Vestergaard, I'm going to pronounce this. They see Milan's captain name wrong. Cause and Christensen Schmeichel I saw that four and I was just like okay I feel pretty confident in Denmark over than two Tottenham players and then two other people I really don't know don't know much about 
that could be the Arsenal bias coming out of me, but I definitely like Vestergaard. The back three are honestly like Vestergaard or the back three and the goalie, all solid players for their mm-hmm. clubs. So like I, that, that was like a strong thing for me. I was like the defense is just better. And if your back four is is solid and you're going to put up four goals, you're not going to lose a lot of games. Yeah. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think it'll be interesting to see kind of how their their road forward kind of takes them as they as they mm-hmm. see some tougher competition. Not mm-hmm. that they haven't played tough competition already. Now Bell can go back to playing golf and <laughs> doing what he wants to yeah. do. All right, in the uh, in the second matchup, um, still on Saturday, we saw uh, Italy and Austria. That game was a lot closer than I think any of yeah. us thought. I think we all maybe. Per- predicted that Italy would kind of handle that one pretty easily and it ended up going into extra time. Max, kind of kind of what did you see watching that game? Yeah, I mean like you said, I thought I thought Italy was gonna take it in regulation. I didn't think they were gonna go into extra time. I thought we were gonna see at least one goal, you know, from either team. And I assumed Italy would still get a dub by the end of the 90th minute, but they did get those two quick goals in the first half or whatever of extra time to make it 2-0 and then it, and then Austria did did or were able to get another or to get one by the second half of extra time so yeah i mean Italy just showed the, their strengths and they still have a good defense they're still a well-rounded team i just don't think they could they couldn't finish their chances that day and but nothing against Austria though they i mean they fought hard against them and they showed like and they they held their own so. And to get scored on the second goal in the 105th right? Plus, and plus one, so really 106 or whatever minute, then for them to come back in the second half of OT or extra time and to score another – and just at least score one, I mean, shows Austria, like, you can't – you didn't count them out. Yeah, but something I want to – Max basically nailed most of it, but something I want to touch on was some of the substitutions for Italy. I mean, they're going into – it's so I'm looking at 84th minute. They took, they took on uh, off – Immobile lane brought on uh, Bellotti, and they then brought on the, the first goal scorer, Chiesa and Berardi. And so those are two of their promising starters. So it's kind of a concerning that, especially in Immobile, he's one of the, always top of the top of the goal scorers in uh, Calcio, uh, Calcio A. So it was just kind of concerning to see that. But then Chiesa got the first goal, so that eventually paid off. But it's kind of worrying some that your main guys aren't getting the job done. Especially if you kind of know you're going to go into OT, I'd figure you kind of wait, let them get a couple minutes in the first minute of OT, and then take them out. But, or, or maybe on the flip side of that, you hope to give your subs, you know, the last six minutes of regulation, you throw in some fresh legs, maybe something crazy yeah. happens, you don't even go into overtime, and then or then moving into overtime, they already have six minutes under their belt to where they're already warmed up and ready to go. So the, it kind of works both ways. But I know I understand what you're saying. I always think of two like. Okay, well, if this goes into penalties, who do you want? I was, I was like, if you're the first person for Italy, Immobile. Immobile. Then you take them off. It's like, well, Italy's – but then again, Italy's not thinking, oh, let's hold this off to PKs. It's, they're thinking, let's go get this dub. So, I think it'll be – I think that's an interesting point. At what point is it, you know, let's push for this next goal compared to, you know, let's 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 prepare for penalty kicks. Yeah, like, right. there's got to be some fine line, and it's probably different for each manager – um, when they decide that it, you know, it's time to start preparing for penalty kicks rather than, you know, kind of pushing for that next goal. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I think, I think it's interesting. And, and I don't think there's a right answer. I think it, each, each situation is going to be 
different and each manager will hand it dif- handle it differently. But that's an, that's an interesting thought of, you know, who, who do you want out there for PKs? Mm-hmm. And Chiellini's not back too. They had a Cherby starting. Which he got an assist. So <laughs> let's say still a rock solid yeah. defense without him. Yeah. And yeah. Don, I, dude, class. He's good, man. He's Donner, good. Very good. They did uh, lose their. Uh, I was about to say the. Oh yeah, the streak or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're still unbeaten in like thirty-five say. now, so that's pretty cool. Right. Um, I'm sure they will be like, oh, well. I, I think, I still, still moving on. I think they slept all right at night. I don't know about what you yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. In the third matchup, then, we had the uh, one of the big upsets of, of the round, the Czech Republic 2, oh. Netherlands nil. Alex, this was your big prediction at the beginning of, of the whole tournament, so I'll let you kind of start. <laughs> Look how happy he is. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but did, who did I say um, would be at fault for it, their um, manager, and who at the on June 29th stepped down as manager, Frank DeBoer? Thank you very much. So the game all changed. Well, actually, if Mollen finishes the chances that he had, before yeah. literally, I think it was like that 50th, 51st minute, right before Delic got the red card, which was blatant. Like it was a red card. Sorry about it. But if Mullen finishes that, Delic doesn't get a yellow card or doesn't get a red card. Netherlands are up one zero. <laughs> like the game completely changed, and then we just saw Czech Republic look good. Took the game, ended up getting two. Patrick Schick getting, I think, is is this now his fourth or fifth goal? I think fourth. He's fourth? legit. He's yeah. star man of the tournament, baby. Both, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, both are good finishes as well. Both their goals. It's we also said we wanted a Czech Republic or a Denmark to move on and forget both. <laughs> <laughs> to, our, to our defense, we did say that we liked this Czech side. We just liked the I always forget we like did. we just yeah, the quality was better. Yeah, I always forget like Susik and even like Kaufel's on there, the right back for West Ham. Like they've got some pretty solid players, to be honest. And I just I was in Carlos. Where is he at now? Bristol City. Oh, okay. I think he used to play for a Premier Premier League team. But yeah, I'm happy to see them move on. Not only because they proved me right, but <laughs> I mean, it's the team, you know, smaller, smaller, uh, yeah, smaller team moving on. So I mean, they even they even showed it in the group, you know, like getting like doing so well in the group, and then yeah, they there was a red card, and I honestly I don't know. What Delit was doing, I watched that video a few times now. I don't know if it was like deliberate. I don't know if his hand just kind of was it. Okay, that's what. Either way, I, I think. I was either gonna say way, it's either good. way, it's a red. But like, I couldn't tell if he meant to smack him well, or his, his, he just fell down, and I don't know. Positioning on it. To me, it looks like he's falling already. And yeah. He thinks that because he's falling, he can kind of get away with it, so he tries. To oh yeah, yeah, true. I, I think I, you go look at the replay. It's clear that he it's, just. Wipes that sucks. Smacked it. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a terrible, literally yeah. like a terrible like two minutes, three minutes. I, I, I feel bad <laughs> for the guy because what are you supposed to do? Like if he doesn't right. take it, they're in on one v one. He mess he misread that. He misread that ball. That's why. And then he yeah, yeah, kind of screwed himself there. But and and I've been there. I I I've oh. absolutely been there. Like, <laughs> you know this pain. I I, um, I haven't gotten a red card from it, but like it's the worst thing in the world when you lose a ball and you're just you just have to look and watch the attacker go one v one your keeper and you're just praying that he misses and you're mm-hmm. apologizing to your keeper whether it's 
whether it's good or bad, if he makes a great save, you hug him and you owe him. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> give him dinner after. Yeah, exactly. And Netherlands was a, my, I, what was it? Yeah, uh, underdog. My sleeper team or whatever. Yeah, man, whatever. Max isn't very good at predicting this. Apparently, yeah, dude. Don't come to me for nothing. Now, the second game on Sunday. This was a big matchup for uh, for the reserve team. We kind of had kind of butted heads on on the result, what the result was going to be on this one. Um, Belgium won, Portugal zero. Max, let's go, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got it wrong. The waffles coming through. Waffles, yes. Portugal, (laughs) Portugal were terrible. So bad. They were just boring. Everything together. They just they were just boring. Yeah, I think I think it might be time for a new manager, and I'm sure it might be Ronaldo's time. Maybe at Portugal, I don't know if he'll play another Euro. Maybe the next World Cup, probably the next World Cup, or 100% in the next World Cup. But (laughs) maybe it's time for them to get a new manager because you have João Moutinho starting over. Bruno Bruno was. Bad. Bruno, Bruno was bad this tournament, but like terrible. Oliveira, I just don't understand. Oliveira, boy, <laughs> Bruno, and you're starting Jao Moutinho. He is no disrespect to him. He's 34 now. I'm just like, come on. So I was kind of listening to the commentators and kind of what they were saying, and and they feel that Ronaldo is surrounded by the best talent he's ever been with ever this side mm-hmm. ever. But yet the management is still stuck in the same way of thinking that Ronaldo's the only dude on the pitch. When in right. reality, they have so many other pieces around him now that they can do so much more than just shove it down Ronaldo's throat and say, "Save." Right. Like, I'm I'm surprised he didn't like try and get Joe in there like sooner and try and get him and Ronaldo to like see if they could do something together. You know he, what I mean? He came in with an injury, but then he ended up playing this game, so I don't know if he was yeah I, or, or what. Yeah, I don't Did know. You guys see Roy Keane's comments on Joe Felix? Yeah, yeah. He said, like, you know, Matthew, remember that miss that he had? He yeah. shanked it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, he was like, I would have beat, like, essentially, like, I would have laid into him in the locker room. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. And, like, that. okay. Or because he was like, he's 100 mil and all this. It's like, all right. Yeah. He well, said, some, like, he's like the wonder boy of Portugal and he's worth yeah. 100 mil and he comes on and he can't put that on frame or something like right, that. Right, yeah. Like, it is what it is. I mean, we we can talk later, but we saw Mueller miss one of those, and he's yeah Thomas Mueller. Oh like, my! <laughs> we'll get into that, that one. But yeah, um, you know who I really like for Port- Portugal, Renato Sanchez. Sanchez. I think yeah, dude, so good. He is I good. Love him. He's he's rejuvenated he again. I don't know what happened from his time from Bayern to to, what he, to Swansea. To the, yeah, to Swansea. To, now to Little or whatever. Champions, champions, you know. and now playing. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but he's he's that dude's got power when he drives. I loved watching him play. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a fantastic job of setting the tempo of that Portugal team, and just kind of, he he ran the show really through the middle. He he was on the defensive end. He was he got stuck in, and then mm-hmm. obviously he he was a lot of times he was the guy that started the counter with you know as Alex said driving the ball through the middle of the field. I mm-hmm. I thought he had a fantastic tournament. Right. Yeah. Guys, we haven't even touched on that banger. That from Hazard. Oh, Holy yeah. <laughs> banger. Thorgan, baby. Oh, my. Respect on Thorgan's name. Yeah. <laughs> hey, big, big losses, though, for Belgium with KDB and. So uh, they, they got upgraded to questionable. Oh, did they? Okay. But, but then I also saw a quote from the manager saying that he seems to think that, like, basically, he was like, 
we're running out of time and they basically saying we're running out of time. They're not going to play, but they're mm. up. They got upgraded to questionable. So we'll see. It's not, it, they were out, but now it's just questionable. So we'll see. Mm. But yeah, mm. those are two big losses. Hazard and, and, uh, KDB. KDB. Yeah. big, big losses. Yeah. I think especially more in KDB, but that one's kind of obvious. Yeah. But they still have good quality on that side. Like it's right. not like yeah. they're a trash team. And once they lose two players, like they've still got some, some, some quality to, to work with. So mm-hmm. there's still some hope. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just surprised that like Bernardo Silva, Ronaldo and um, Jota. Yeah. Jota was crap too, this tournament. <laughs> to be fair. I don't know how he kept starting. Shout out to Hunley for that. <laughs> I don't know how he kept starting, but like Alderville, Boyota and who was it? Oh, Vermaelen. Vermaelen started that game. No, it was Alderville, Vermaelen, Vertonghen. Or Vertonghen, sorry, not Boyota. But like those three couldn't make something happen against like nothing. Like they're good defenders and all, but like they're old. They're slow. But yeah, I think like I, don't, what, I don't think it comes down to that. It was literally how tactically Portugal was set up. They were not I mean, tactically good enough. <laughs> I, I I just I, I would know. I back Bernardo Silva and Jota to take. Okay, I'm not going to disrespect the, those defenders. They're pretty good defenders, but like it all comes down to tactics too. Like that Portugal team just looked not interested. Just everything boring. Didn't care. Like I don't even know. Yeah, and then you look at the flip side though. In, in Belgium, they lined up to attack. They were they, with oh, yeah. and, and Thorgan Hazard as your wingbacks. Like those guys are are gonna right. get an attack. Like Thorgan mm-hmm. is not a natural winger. He's an attacker. He's gonna get mm-hmm. an attack. Munier was came in as a striker. The dude has you know that striker mentality in the back. Yeah, he's gonna get into the attack. And and if you, so, you know Belgium plays this this seven seven players with this attacking mindset that hey we're gonna get after you and we're gonna we're gonna push the pace. We're gonna right. push the tempo. We're gonna we're gonna come at you. Whereas we saw, you know, while Portugal also has this this skill going forward, they chose to sit back and they chose to, you know, let Belgium come at them and kind of control the tempo. And I think that's why why we saw the result we did. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. For sure. For sure. Bye-bye, Ronaldo. Yep. <laughs> yep. Bye-bye. Adios. Hey, is he, he's still the top goal scorer, though, in the tournament, is he? Yeah, not it. Uh, Czech Republic keeps winning, though, baby. Come on, Czech. Or Lukaku. Dude, I was just about to mention, if I saw Lukaku running at me, I would (laughs) You don't think you could pull him off? No. I back myself as as a kind of strong dude. I would get manhandled by him. Yeah, no. Tossed. Any any vocabulary you can – a synonym for tossed, anything. He's so fast. He got so quick, too. Yeah. The the Lukaku disrespect needs to stop, and I'm, I'm thinking of someone who always disrespects him in the head. <laughs> you know, we all know. Who we, we all know. <laughs> but yeah, I I agree. He's he's a he is a he said himself. Specimen. He said when you're talking about Lewandowski, Suarez, all Benzema. the dudes, he goes, it's time to. He said, time to mention me. I said, hell yeah, it is Lukaku. <laughs> Get your name up there. No. He's he should ball. MVP of Syria or Cassia A Syria whatever the Italian league, MVP of that. He's go- scoring goals for Belgium, best team in the in the world. They're ranked number one, and he's yeah. leading the line. Like I don't know how he just doesn't get the respect he he deserves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, then one of the most exciting games I think Croatia and Spain. Spain pulled it out five three. 
Um, but it right. did go to extra time. You know, Croatia scores two goals in the last 10 minutes of regulation to, to get it there. And it was just insane. I'm, mm-hmm. I was watching at work and going absolutely crazy and getting mm-hmm. nothing done. But I was, I was wrong on that one as well. I, I, I backed the Croatians. And, hey, <laughs> once it went to OT, though, or I was, I was doing something and Max just – I can just hear Max yelling downstairs because they scored in the 92nd minute. And I was like, no way. Because at that point, I kind of was like, all right, it's done. But, yeah. yeah that... We were kind of texting throughout, and, and they Spain goes up two goals, and somebody said, like, rip or curtains. I said, <laughs> yeah, Max said curtains. I said curtains. I said curtains. <laughs> Croatia scores. And I was like, you know, there's there's kind of a chance here. It was like the 80, 30, 4th minute, and then they got another one, and I was just I, – I was speechless, yeah. mind-blown every night. Never saying curtains ever again. Nope. <laughs> Max is banned from using that phrase. I'm leaving it to Matty Ice. Exactly. But I think I think Spain is one of the most interesting teams left in the in the tournament because they show spurts of just pure world class dominating football, and then they show spurts where they look like. You know, the local YMCA team, the green team for the YMCA down the street and like just getting destroyed and picked apart. And like you're up two goals with 10 minutes left. Just and sit back. Two defenders in the 18 on a cross. Like you, what is happening? Like, I will is- never understand it. I will never understand it. <laughs> no, I will never get it. So I, I, while I like them in spurts, I also think they're like the best team in spurts and then they're the worst team in spurts. And so on average, they're like in the middle, but like, I, I just don't know what to expect. Right. I mean, in a, I would say it helps to having a manager in Luis Enrique, who's like very experienced. So I think having that too is like a good asset for them. And but like, yeah, you're up two goals and you look the most. I know. Yeah, I don't, but yeah. like, thankfully they were like, they pulled two goals in, in, three minutes or back-to-back or whatever in extra time, but yeah, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Eric Garcia started that game, too. That's that hard. own goal, too. Holy. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> Nine own goals in this tournament. Yeah, that's the top goal scorer. <laughs> OG. OG, I'm serious. <laughs> that's good. All right, so then we, we're going to move on to the upset of the tournament. The tournament favorites, the reigning World Cup champs, the Frenchmen go down in PKs to Switzerland. What, what the heck happened, Alex? And Granite Jacques proves me wrong and gets man of the match. And I quote, <laughs> don't think Granite Jacques is going to lead him to victory. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Get that man a Coke. Uh, How about no. that? He chugs a Coke in between. In, in between taking PKs. After extra time, before his PK, he said, give me a Coke. And he drank almost a whole bottle of Coke. He didn't even take a pen. He just probably needed something. It's like, um, I was, I was waiting for it. I was waiting. Dude, I was waiting for Jaco to be the last pen taker. I was like, oh, he's just going to rub it in. <laughs> He did. He said, I was like, I'm going to watch Jocko walk up and nail one at a time. Oh, my gosh. But, no, that was that was crazy. Because right when Switzerland took a lead at first, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and, and what then happened after it, the – No, keep going. 
I said, and what happened, I think, like right after the water break or whatever. Some France go from a five back back to what they've been repping. Rabiot and Pavard were hanging. I was like, why are we sitting so far back, France? Attack them. And Mbappe. Mbappe missed some chances too. I was like, yo, Max kept saying, Max, what did you keep saying about Holland or about whoa, about Mbappe's? Uh, I said, chance? if if Holland's in those positions, he's bagging them. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Probably. I feel, I kind of feel bad for Mbappe. Dude's a what is he? He's still a teenager, right? I think he's, so. I have it right here. He's he's twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, twenty two years old. So he's younger than us, mm-hmm. and he's out there on the, on the world's biggest stage. Like, and and he has a bad game. You're telling me you guys never had a bad game? Like, I understand we expect yeah. a lot out of Mbappe. There was I've had a game where I didn't I didn't want to see the ball. I couldn't I couldn't touch it. I couldn't pass it. Like right. Mbappe missed a couple of chances. He misses a pin. Like overall, I've seen a lot worse games in a professional in a professional game than what Mbappe had. I think we just right. expect so much out of him. I was gonna say that I was literally about to say that there's just so much hype around him, you know, being the next thing, being the next Messi, Ronaldo, yada yeah, la. Well, like people expected him to do well, and he didn't. Like that's, it's just I don't know. Messi and Ronaldo have also had games like this. Like it's right. They're, yeah. human. they're human. It happens. Yeah, they're not perfect. They can't right. do everything yeah. right. And it just, you go, Matthew. And I mean, it just happens to have to you know come at the end of a major upset, and that's why it gets so much. Like, if France would have won and Mbappe would have done the exact same thing, would have missed a pin, like, it would have just been a footnote. But it's the fact that they lost. And that's not all on him. Like, there were other opportunities, other other times to put it away. And and I thought the another moment in the game when Yuri saved the pen and then what? Ben yeah. what goes down and scores a goal. I'm, I'm like, sure. all right. And then they score like, another one. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, France has got this. I just don't get how these great footballing nations – or choking lead with like 15, 14 minutes left. It's like, Especially if they're running like a five-back kind of system. Like, you know, you know, um, Switzerland, Severovic or Sef, well, how do you say his name? Yeah, Sef, yeah. He scored a header. What do you think they're going to keep doing, France? Block the crosses. Get in front of your man. Oh, my gosh. It just didn't make any sense, but Paul Pogba. Hey. He's all class, man. That game. That goal, his passes. I was going to say, he was class. Definitely France's best player this tournament. He might, I think he might be one of the best players in this tournament. Like, his. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, as a United fan, Max, you've had the player who has had the best tournament and then also the player, Fernandez, who had the worst tournament. So I guess those things kind of even out. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, at least one showed up. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel bad for Paul Pog, but once again he makes one mistake in it, you know, it ties the game. Right. Yeah, and, but shout out him for his banger of a goal. That was crazy. He did and that exact PK, same shot against that might have been one of the best BKs I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. He, he told Taylor Twelman to shove it. Taylor, he stepped up. Taylor Twelman goes in his career. He's missed a lot left and and up. And you know where he put that sucker? Upper ninety, up and left. And he yeah. looked at Taylor Twelman and said, it. <laughs> that pen was crazy. That pen was nuts. There were so many good pins in that though. Like there were everybody Mbappe? stepped up. Like Mbappe's was the okay. So one dude for Switzerland, Yori's got a hand on it. But other than that. Oh. Everybody else was like side netting with velocity, and I was just like, the keepers have no chance. No, yeah. And it surprised me when 
Alex and I were watching on our way to our game last or yeah last night, and when Kempembe we kept like guessing before like they they were walking up, and we were like oh is it gonna be Mbappe now or is it gonna be whatever and we saw Kempembe walk up and we we're like Alex goes hey he must be good at pens we'll see and he bends it we're like all right, <laughs> all right I've, never, yeah. I've never really seen a center back you know you get your Ramoses and players like that, but I didn't think Kempembe was going to be the one to uh, step up. Whoever, whoever was calling the game with 12 men said they, well, usually center backs don't, aren't very good yeah. PK takers, and I'm sure Kempembe looked up to him and told him to shove it. Shove it, yeah. <laughs> shove it. Yeah. But it's funny because I think he, 12 men was the one that called, or that said right before Mbappe took his and said, said he missed his when he shot it lower left. Yep, he did. Against like and he, went, he went like mid left this time. Yeah, with a lot of power, and then yeah, just what, a little like right sucks, in the middle but... area ish. But... Oh, that's just crazy, though. I can't believe France. <laughs> I cannot believe that. I think I think Tong put it best. Like I'm all for an upset, but I'm kind of sad it was France. That's exactly what he said to me too. Mm-hmm. Like because I enjoy watching them so much. But, like, at the same time, like, I'm all for the underdog, like, upsets, like, let's do it. Like, especially now with Benzema, who obviously showed why he should have been on the France team these past few years, gets two goals and two minutes back-to-back or whatever. Maybe one of the most anticipated matchups of this round. Once again, a fat L for Alex. Um, Shut up. Germany zero. We saw Raheem the Dream tell everybody to shove it and that he can produce. And then we saw Harry... The captain Kane also tell the world to shove it, and he can score goals. Mm-hmm. And and is football coming home, boys? What what's happening? <laughs> they have they have an easy route to get to the not an easy, I should say. Now I'm not counting any team out, but they, yeah. you know, I test once again. They have the easiest route to get to the final, but I don't think it's going coming home. You know, but once I saw soccer start, boys, you remember? <laughs> I told you. I said, I said I was rooting for England. No, but Germany definitely looked like, I think, a lot better team in the first half. They are going at him. Timo had his chance. I Max can rant on about Timo. Max is not the biggest Werner fan. Um, I just, Pickford, yeah. it's a good save by Pickford. He's had clean sheet in every match this, this tournament. England are yet to concede. So, and yeah. what, Southgate got a lot, of, a lot of hate. I don't know if he got a lot of hate just starting how he did, you know, with Trippier. Shaw, he only started with really three attackers. And, you know, in the likes of Grealish, Rashford, Sancho, blah, 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 Foden, Mount, still not in the team. But um, no disrespect to Saka. I think a lot of those players are better than Saka. But, yeah, a lot of – he was getting a lot. But was it a, was it a Southgate masterpiece? Uh, masterpiece? <laughs> I don't – I would like to comment on that, but I'll let Max go ahead first. No, no, Matthew, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm mind. just asking. I do. I I don't understand. I I. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't understand what? I got a lot of got a lot of stuff on this lineup, but that's out. So one. Oh. Germany's back line has been shaky this entire tournament. Why not set up in in a formation that's going to attack that back line and put your team on the front foot rather than waiting to withstand pressure and then going forward? I understand um, the five back, but the way they set up, the only attack that they were going to get was from the wings. And that's fine because they have very talented wingers. But why not set up in a formation that's going to allow your team to get on the front foot early against a shaky back line 
and, and, you know, maybe put the game away early. Maybe you get other guys in the game and see what you have. So that was my first issue. My, my second issue. I, so I agree with Alex. I think that there are better players probably than Saka, but I'll actually, I'm actually okay with Saka in the lineup because he proved that he can play in the last game. He kind of earned that spot. Why the heck is Jack Grealish not on the- <laughs> Dude, I don't know what he has to do to start in that team. I have no idea. He, he might be the best player on that freaking team, and he's coming off the bench. He Did he have both assists today? No, no Shaw got the Shaw. Oh, Luke, Luke Shaw. Shaw got one. So he comes on. Grealish comes on as a as a sub. Two games in two assists. What, what <laughs> more do you want? The dude creates. He draws the most fouls in the prim. He mm-hmm. created the most chances in the run of play. He, Put the man in the field. Jackie boy. Let let Jackie boy on the field. Let the man play. Mm. Like, I I don't, I don't know if that means, you know, he starts instead of Saka or you alter the lineup and he gets to play that, that in the middle of that attacking mid spot, which he can create from there too. But you have so many talented attackers and you roll out with this, such a defensive lineup. Like I love Phillips and I love Rice and I think they're both suitable, but I think you could you could play with one of them. Like you, I think you would be okay with just one of them holding that pivot spot down. And See, I understand what I was gonna say. I kind of disagree with that, just because you're going against Cruz and Goretzka and Kim. Like in Kim, I don't know. So then maybe, maybe you go to four in the back. I don't think you have like. Does Luke Shaw and Trippier need to be on the field? Like, do they? Do those guys have to be? Because I think Jack Grealish has to be on the field. Right. I think the likes of a Mason Mount has to be on the Phil Foden. One of those guys. Yeah, I was surprised Mount Mount wasn't in the lineup today. That's what I, I – well, I also didn't think they were going to roll out how they did, so. And, I mean, all, all's well that ends well. And I'm not saying that that Phillips and Rice shouldn't be on the field together because, like you said, I Alex, I think, you know, it does put them in a good defensive spot, and I think they've played very well together. But I just I just would like to see them use their attacking oh, weapons a little bit. I think, I think there were – so, like, with Kimmich, who in Go- Goosens, Alex? Goosens, Goosens. Who's been, who's been playing, like, like, kind of that left mid, left wing back, right mid, right wing back. I feel like with Trippier and Luke Shaw going up and down the flank was kind of, like, Southgate trying to, like, counter, like, balance that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, with Rice and um, Phillips in the midfield, like, what you guys are just saying, like, two really good defensive players who can stop a Cruz, like who Cruz, who's one of the best playmakers probably in the world, and then uh, Goretzka too, who's an all, all overall good, uh, good midfielder. So, I mean, looking at it from the start, I was with you, Matthew. I was like, what is he doing? But like when it rolled out, when they like the game started going, I like I could Germany. Germany were kind of on them on the first half, but like as the game kept going, England were getting more comfortable. And I, I thought they were gonna. I thought they became a real threat as the game uh, went on. So. And Mueller has to finish that. <laughs> oh, we didn't touch on that. Yeah. Uh, we. I don't know if that was what you're about to bring up, Matthew, but Mueller has to finish that. You it's, are. I'm looking at it. I thought he did. Besides, besides Neuer, honestly, you're the most experienced one out there. Or they're probably equal. You have to finish that. I just said that like three times. Like you got to put them in the back of the net. <laughs> I didn't get it. That would have been, and that was like right after England scored their first two, wasn't it? That was after one. It would have been one one. No, yeah, yeah, it would have yeah. been one one. Coming home, boys. 
It's coming home. Uh, Raheem's the first English player to score in three uh, straight Euro matches. So. He would have been. He would have been their only goal scorer. I was say, Kane finally showed up. Thank God. Did not score. So that's that's my other thing about this formation. And in that formation, I feel like you require Kane to sit in deeper and come back to the ball instead of being that point man. And and maybe you're okay with that. I mean, he showed times at Tottenham like he he is more than capable of creating from that chance. But for me, I I want I want Kane to to bag goals like. Right. I, I think he should be the highest guy on the pitch and you should get him, you know, you know, back to goal and top of the 18 and that kind of stuff, instead of dropping him back and facing up and seeing the action that way. Right. Um, so that was just another instance. And, and like I said, he's more than capable of doing that, but I think Kane's real ability is, is putting the ball in the back of the net and you kind of take that away from him if he has to check back into the middle more. Yeah. I was going to say in like the formation they came out with today, like inhibits him doing that. Like he's, yeah. He's more side to side than anything because, I mean, Rice and Phillips aren't like the creative playmakers who are going to, you know, yeah, so. But then again, what the heck do I know? They're through. They're on. Yeah. <laughs> it's we coming home. It's coming here and the man who just put his team 2-0 through against a very good German side. And so was, so was it a master class? Was it a master class, Matthew? Results don't lie. Last game of the day or last game of the round of 16? Last game of the round of 16. Extra time. Sweden, Ukraine. We all took L's on this one. Yes, we did. We all took L's. We, I, I, yeah, we def, I definitely got more L's on this round of 16, I believe. We doubted the Incos. We did. Yeah, Zinchenko said, screw the reserve team. <laughs> Forsberg hit the post like two times. Oh my gosh, dude! He could have. Oh. That first half was the whole game was fun, but once they got once uh, Sweden got that red card, it was just like and that was bad too. That was a bad red card. It was like, okay, when's Ukraine gonna take it? And then says, Ukraine's first ever win in a knockout round in a major tournament. Nuts! Come on, Ukraine. That's good for yeah. them. Good for the Incos. Go, I was gonna say, go Incos and go Ix. <laughs> They're out. The itches are out. I was Snapchatting one of our friends, and Kulovsevsky and Isaac came out at the same time, and I was like, "What are we doing?" I didn't know if it, it was legs. A bird came in. He's kind of an oldie. He played for Panathinaikos, Greek team. If I'm not Panathinaikos, yeah. I was like, I felt like one of them definitely should have stayed. So they came out, and a minute later was the red card. And I was like, whoa. And I think their captain came out too. I think Larson was their captain at the start. So it was like, okay. And it must have been legs. So it just sucks to Sweden until he was. Can we talk about Zinchenko a little bit? Class. Yeah. So the, 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 he doesn't even like play in, in for the club. He doesn't even play for City. Yeah. Get that man on the field, right? He's so good. He's and not he's, even playing a de- as a defender for this team. He's showing he's versatile too. Yeah, yeah. As I say, and it's good played. for City now, especially. I mean, you have Rodery, obviously. And Fernandinho, over to Westwood, baby. we'll take well, him. Fernandinho's getting old. He just signed though another contract. Fernandinho? Yeah. Never mind. I didn't. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, so I was literally gonna say put, give Zinchenko a team that he like consistently started at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Arsenal. Just kidding. Like, but like. Not this – I mean, he could make it into a caliber of a team like City, you know what I mean? And, like, I think start. 
I mean, didn't did he start in this in the Champions League final? Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah I think he did. But yeah, like, like he. Yeah. But why? Why doesn't he? He should. I think he should just get consistent, more consistent minutes. That's all. I, I think I agree. I think he's definitely okay. obviously proven. Pep's Pep's kind of got the same problem Southgate has with kind of the outside back position. So you're gonna put for them. Yeah, yeah, poor, poor, poor yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First world problems, right? Right. Yep. Dude, if if Forsberg would have got one of the goals that either hit the crossbar or the post, those goals were going to be nice. Again, another another breakout performance in the tournament for him. I thought he I thought he was fantastic. I thought he did some great things. I I brought this up to Alex during the game. Actually, I said, "What if Ibra's playing? Like, is it better? Or is it worse? How many quality minutes does he give you? Like, well, I think it's better, man. They just whip balls in. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work for Portugal. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I think having Ibra against a side like Ukraine, I think probably. Would have helped them. Yeah, yeah. But probably. Going even back, you the last twenty. No. Even going back to like we were talking about, there's not a single game you turn off. I mean, it's Sweden, Ukraine. Like no disrespect, obviously, but like this game was also very fun to watch. Under twenty minutes. <laughs> so and it went to the hundred twentieth minute literally. Second half did get a little. Meh. Like towards the end, just because they were kind of playing it safe and whatnot, but yeah, the overtime was definitely, especially when you score a last minute winner like that, that ball on a dime. All right, so let's let's hop into some predictions here. We think for the quarterfinals, we'll kind of run through all the games, maybe give a maybe a quick analysis why we think certain games, and we'll we'll give our thoughts. Um, first game, noon ESPN on Friday. Can't wait. Switzerland, Spain. Uh, Max, we'll go ahead and start with you. Um, I'm going to go Spain. I think just like what I said the last time about Spain, I just think their squad overall is is good. Why are you just laughing? <laughs> I started laughing. I don't know. You're going Switzerland. Are you? Oh, yeah. I'm backing. He proved me wrong so many times. I'm backing him. You're going Xhaka? Yeah, I want to see Spain get upset. I want to see another upset. I saw a tweet that said Blonde Xhaka is on a different level. He is because he's trying to leave Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I say Spain. I'm also going Spain. All right, I'll be <laughs> the outsider. Give me Switzerland, baby. Hopefully, uh, Spain learns to defend when they get up two goals. All right, in the second game, we got Belgium and Italy. Um, KDB might be out. Hazard might be out. Italy's looking good. Alex looks like he doesn't know what's going on. So we'll go to Alex. Who are you picking? <laughs> uh, it was. It's kind of like one of those heart and head situations. Heart saying Belgium, head saying Italy. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with Italy. I think Belgium are definitely going to miss Hazard and KDB in Italy, despite them getting going into OT with or extra time. Sorry, with Austria, I think they have enough. Uh, players and quality to get the job done against Belgium and I'm going to go with Italy and that hurts me to pain me to say but if KDB and Hazard were playing I would have backed the how how likely is it that they're going to be playing it's questionable if they play I'm back in Belgium but no 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 no. right now what do you mean that plays such a big thing (laughs) yeah but right now what are you saying Belgium or Italy you can't going I'm going uh Italia (laughs) (laughs) yeah Matthew, let me, let me, let me, I already know you two going. Say uh, it. 
So I, I picked them from the beginning. I'm oh. going to stick with the waffles, and I'm going to stick with Belgium. But I, I think that Hazard and um, KDB will make a surprise guest appearance around the 70th minute and flip the game on his head, and uh, the, the Belgians will find a way to, to get through. I, I can't go against them now. They haven't led me astray yet. So I will, I'm sadly going to go Italy, <laughs> just based off that. 70th minute. They're in the squad. Would love, that I'd love to see Belgium go through, but just off the basis that the Bruins not playing and Hazard's not playing, I think Italy are gonna are gonna win. I picked them from the beginning, so I can't go astray now. There you go. All right. Then in the third game, we have the Czech Republic against Denmark. Um, I actually looked, and I think Denmark's favored in this one. Are they? I think so. So. Uh, since Alex always gets mad that he has to go first, we'll go down to Max. And Not first. You, put me on the, you start me off with the most difficult games. <laughs> um, okay, so I went against Denmark with Wales, and I think I'm going to do it again. I'm thinking, <laughs> I think I'm going to go Czech Republic. I don't know. They've been they surprised me like in the group. I just think they played a, they played uh, good football throughout the tournament. So I'm a, I'm going to say Czech Republic. Alex, do you want to give your thoughts, or do you want me to go next? I am going with Denmark. Uh, base off uh, 4-0, very impressive win against Wales. They've scored – is this now eight goals in their past two games? Yes. Conceding only two. They're on a roll. Check. Let's – it could have no been – different. It, what? They it don't have shit. What? Is it? what? They don't have shit. Oh, I thought you were saying something else. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but if Netherlands don't get the red card, it, it's a different game. I, I don't – who knows the Czech would have Republic moves on. So, I'm back in Denmark. I, I think this might be one of the closest games in terms of trying to figure out who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Come on, Matthew. I'm really struggling with this one because I, yeah. I really do like both sides. Um, but oh. I'll go with my heart on this one, and I'm going to pick Denmark. Oh, I knew you were going to pick Denmark. I knew you were going to pick Denmark. I thought you were going to Czech Republic. I'm going with my boy Casper Schmeichel and goal. Let the, let the boys do it. Um, like Alex kind of said, uh, they've been on a roll. If, you can, if, you, if you're scoring four goals a game and not giving up very many, that's a, that's a recipe for some success. So, And then, and then the final matchup of the uh, quarterfinals, Ukraine and England. Um, does Ukraine have more magic in them? I don't think so. No, I'm going I'm to go England. <laughs> Yeah, uh, too much quality. I don't know if it'll be a comfortable win because these zeros are shockingly absolute. Any, 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 any chances, hopes for Ukraine? You don't think any? I'm not even gonna count them out. I have no we, idea anymore. We, we, I guess really. We not. don't do ifs and buts on the reserve team we, podcast. We deal in absolutes. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. Because how that France prediction? <laughs> <laughs> listening to the reserve team podcast we appreciate all the support you've been giving us don't forget to like comment subscribe down below follow us on instagram tiktok twitter and uh, you'll hear more from us soon of the reserve team baby in the, in the words of grandpa byram if you if you if, you, if the other team can't score they can't win so boom that's like gandhi speaking Bar. And by the way, this is our break. Oh, Dr. Pepper, please sponsor us.